If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Y'all know what time it is, man. It's LBS Kevin. I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Let's go. Make them shake it like a saw shake. Ain't make it to the league, but I'm still balling. I was born for this. My jury, LBVs, don't try to take it. All right. So we got LBS Keevan off the porch with us today. Yes, sir. How you feeling today, bro? Feeling good. Appreciate you for having me. Nah, I appreciate you coming by today, man. We've been checking out your music for a while, supporting uh, yeah. you. So, uh, yeah. Good timing, bro. Good timing, man. Um, you be coming up to Atlanta pretty often now, right? I live here now. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's what's up, man. So how you like the vibes here in Atlanta compared to back at home? And, uh, I like it. It's like real quiet. I get a lot of work done. Yeah. For sure. Okay. All right, but man, talk to us about Pensacola though, man. What part of the city are you from? I'm from the west side of Pensacola, a neighborhood called Montclair. Um, shit, it's like any other place growing up, you know, the hood, you know, hood shit, you know, robberies, killing, poverty, same shit. Yeah. How would you describe your childhood growing up there? My childhood growing up was decent. It wasn't all that bad. Like, I couldn't get everything I wanted, but I had everything I needed. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah it was straight. Yeah, can't really complain about that, man. Shout out to mama. There you go. <laughs> um, at what age would you say you jumped off the porch in Pensacola? Basically, like, shit, my mama, she kept me out of a lot of shit. So she kept me, like, level-headed. So I really jumped off the porch kind of late, honestly. But you just, like, minimum wage was never, like, my style. So I had to go do what I had to do. You feel me? I don't really know a particular age, but, yeah. Did you ever work a regular job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't work every fucking well, but I didn't either quit or got fired. It just ain't me. <laughs> I tried. It, it just ain't me. Yeah, I feel that, man. So how did uh, LBS, Loyal Bag Suppliers, yeah. form? How did that come about? So basically it was uh, me, uh, J85, Kiko, and Whoopi. We all, you know, just sat, sat around at the table and just thought of some shit. You feel me? It's like it got a street meaning to it, too, though. It's like pounds. You know, it's like some street shit, but yeah, so we just thought about it. We the like originators of it, so. Okay. Did you got all of you guys grow up together or how long you been? Yeah, there? I met them in um, middle school. I think it was sixth or seventh grade. And okay. we've been click tight ever since then. Yeah. Yeah. Did you go to college or ever think about going to college? Nah, I, I, wanted, to, I wanted to do the college life, but the college life, not the college life, but college itself, like school and shit, it just ain't for me. Okay. I know for a fact it ain't for me. Yeah. Um, what would you say is one of the biggest life lessons you had to learn in your life so far? Um, you can't trust everybody. For real, for real. It's like when I got to where, you know what I'm saying, I got to a certain level, there was a couple of people that, you know, did some little slick bullshit, stuff like that. So, yeah, that's all I say. You can't trust everybody. No matter how 
long you knew them, how, you know what I'm saying, growing up with them, it don't matter. You can't trust them. Yeah. Especially when, like, money involved. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yep. How'd you get into making music at first? Um, I always like the music scene. I always like the fast life, the the cars, diamonds, big cribs, all that type of shit. But I never knew like what was my route gonna be to get there. You feel me? So I watch YouTube and shit. I could always, I know I could hold a note a little bit. So I was like, let me try it one day. You know, me and the crew. I had a um three bedroom house in my neighborhood. And I took one of the rooms and we all put a studio in there and we just tried it ever since then. Shit kind of took off, so. Okay. How old, were, how old were you then? How far, how long ago was that? I think that? I was like 22, something like that, 23, 22. Okay. So who were some of the rappers you, had, you grew up listening to or kind of influenced you to want to try it out? Uh, Wayne, Show, Boosie, Jeezy, just to name a few, yeah. When did you start to take it serious? Did you take it serious right away? Yeah, right away. As soon as we built the studio, that's when we took it serious. You feel okay. We never like, you know how some other rappers, they'll be like, uh, I just be freestyling, I ain't really take it serious. It wasn't like that for me. It was like, I jumped straight in. Yeah. Yeah. Do you write your raps or do you freestyle punch? Nope, you? everything off the head. I never write. Okay. I feel that. I feel like writing kind of slowed my process down. Yeah. So, talk to us about the creation of Boston George. Huh? Creation of Boston George. Uh, basically, I just got on YouTube, typing in beats. I found a beat I like, loaded it up. Uh, J85, he uh, engineered it. And shit, I just went in off the head. I, lit, I probably did that song back then. It took me a, a longer time to make songs. So it probably took me like a whole two days to make that song. But after I finished it, I knew like, I was like, oh yeah, this shit gonna catch for sure. And it damn sure did. That was the first video I ever put out. That shit caught. Was it really? Yeah, ever. Oh, shit. That shit caught. So how did it end up on World Star? So basically, this is a crazy story. So my mama, she like my number one fan. She put me in a contest. It's like fifty dollars to enter. She put me in a contest. But you know me, I'm like, man, that shit ain't gonna do nothing. A week later, she come to me and she like, you won the contest. I'm like, what? <laughs> so after that, um. It was like a $15,000 promotion package that came with it. Okay. So they put Boston George on the front page for 24 hours. I had over a million views and labels got the calling. So that's how it happened. That quick? Yeah, shit was crazy. First video? First video. God damn. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel <laughs> like it's, it's like a natural talent. It just came to me. Yeah. Feel me? So. Did you expect that though? Like, did you expect to win it and did you expect it to take off that quick? I, I kind of like expected it to take off because I know what people like to hear, but I ain't expected to do, like go that quick. You feel me? I was like, okay, it might take a little time, but labels got to call them quick. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who were some of the labels that had reached out? Uh, Def Jam, Alamo, uh, Sony, Visionary from Sony. It was a few labels. Okay. And you end up going with visionaries. So yeah. why visionary? What were they saying? That like kind of- all the other like interviews I had, it was kind of like more of like some dollar sign type shit. With visionaries, like a family vibe. You could tell like they really cared about what I cared about. You feel me? So yeah, that's, how, that's why I had to go with them. Okay. How's it been so far? Great. Yeah. Great. Everything great with them. I, I can't complain at all. 
So what's it been like, you know, going from shooting your first video to now you got a whole team working for you, kind of yeah. focusing on your career? It's it's a lot easier. You feel me? It's like you just you just got to focus more on your talent. You feel me? You don't have to do all the extra shit. You feel me? So you do, but it's just not as hard. You know what I'm saying? More people get to see what you're doing. Yeah. Has your life changed much since that day? Yeah, yeah. A lot. It's a whole fucking... 180, for real, for real. Has it been easy to adjust to that fame? Yeah, I've been liking attention since I was a jit. Like, so I'm the type of jit, like at school, go to the pencil shop and show my outfit type shit. So (laughs) I I, I love attention. So yeah, yeah. I love when my fans like come up to me and ask for pictures, all that type of shit. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you were the first, but you're definitely one of the first to get signed from Pensacola too, man. Yeah, yeah, I think I am the first. Yeah, okay. I wasn't I too I'm sure, but yeah. But I definitely, it's a lot of artists in Pensacola. It's, it's a lot of talent. We just kind of like shelled in. So hopefully I'm, I'll be the one, nah, not even hopefully. I'm gonna break down those, you feel me? And I'm gonna bring everybody through, you feel yeah. me? So unless somebody come through before me, either way, we all gonna win, for sure. You feel like you motivated your city and you kind of showed hell them yeah. a way that it's hell possible? Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah. yeah. You know, even the haters, they motivated too. You feel me? It don't matter. You support, you can hate, it don't matter. Hate is support to me. So. Just a different way of Just showing Just a different it. way. You feel yeah. me? For real. Most of your friends stayed loyal though, stayed down, they happy for you, yeah, or yeah. some of them switch up See, on you? I've never been the type of dude to hang around a lot of niggas anyway though. You feel me? It's probably like a few niggas from the crew that. You know, I ain't fucking with no more, but for the most part, I don't hang with, I never had a big circle anyway. So, yeah. How often you hitting the studios these days? My studio is in my house in okay. Atlanta. So, you feel me? Wake up, brush my teeth, walk downstairs, studio right there. I'm in that bitch all night. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's go back to Pensacola, man. So, like, the music scene there. I've yeah. had a lot of rappers from Pensacola to sit up yeah, here. Yeah, I've seen too. a few. I've seen a few rappers up here, yeah. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Yeah, Pensacola. Yeah. Music scene there is 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 fine, but it's just we don't got no outlet for real. Yeah. Do you feel like a rapper's got to move out of uh, Pensacola to make it big, or? Yeah, you definitely do. I feel like you got to move out, and you need a machine behind you. You can't really like I've seen other rappers. You feel me, like? They stay in their city, they grow out of their city, but Pensacola ain't never did that. It's kind of almost like you gotta, you gotta grow a fan base over here, over here, over here, and then it bring it back in. You see what I'm saying? It's like from the outside in. Yeah, I feel that, man. Um, just dropped this new one with uh, Fredo Bang, man. Yeah, yeah, Soul Bird and shit going crazy. Yeah, what can you tell us about that song? Uh, basically, the meaning of that song is like, Basically, don't trust nobody. You feel me? My first, I think the first couple of lines I say, I can't trust the girl that's in my bed. You feel me? So it's along those lines. It's just like, you know, always keep your guard up. Don't trust everybody. You feel me? 
you know who to trust and who not to trust, basically. Yeah. And Fredo went off on it. Shout out Fredo Bain. Yeah. What was it like working with Fredo on that one? Cool dude, real easy to work with. You know what I'm saying? I been knew his shit, so it was easy. It was an easy process. Okay. Fans been fuck with it? I know it's only been a couple days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My fans go crazy every time I drop something. So. Yeah. Um, what can you tell us about Hood Dreams with Ahim? Yeah, shout out FCG Heem. Hood Dreams is like a, I feel like it's like a hood anthem. For real, for real, yeah. Like, that shit going crazy, right? I think it just hit 100K on YouTube. So, yeah. Everybody fucking with that one, too. How'd you link up with Heem? Basically, um, my label, they reached out to them and uh, asked him if he wanted to get on it. He got on it. I think he sent the verse back like a couple days later, and I was like, damn. So he went crazy on that shit. So I um, flew out to Broward and we shot it. Okay. Yeah. What was that experience like going down there? Yeah, I've been to Miami and all that whole area a bunch of times. So it wasn't nothing like crazy to me, but yeah, shit was lit for sure. Yeah. I gotta ask, why'd you decide to um, remix the No More Parties uh, record? Basically like, um, I I don't think I ever dropped a remix before that. I don't think I ever got on a remix. So it's like a real popular TikTok song. So I'm mm-hmm. like, let me get on it just to show people like. So when I dropped that on my um, Instagram, shit went crazy. <laughs> they were going stupid. Coyle Ray, she liked it herself. So yeah, yeah, I went crazy on that shit. Yeah, that shit really dope, man. All right, so um, Bel Air Baby 2, man. Talk to us about this project. Yeah, Bel Air Baby 2 was my um, second ever project I ever made, but I still don't, feel like the songs on there was my full potential, you feel me? Whatever project I put out now will be like my full potential. I feel like I'm really just now finding my sound, you feel me? So everything from here on out gonna be straight like five, you feel okay. me? Yeah. Yeah, talk to us about your growth as an artist since Boston George dropped till. I feel like it's been a lot of growth. Like I said, I've been rapping for like, what, two years now and I feel like I'm just now really finding my sound like, the tip top, you feel me? Like, I done found it, so it's over with from here, you feel me? What was it like working with uh, 42 Doug on Shine? Yeah, shout out 42 Doug. He a real uh, cool dude to work with, too. We did um, Shining, shit went crazy. I think it's over two million streams on Apple Music right now. So yeah, hell yeah, yeah, shout out 42 Doug. Yeah. How'd you work with Juicy J, man? See, somebody at the label, got a good relationship with him, right? So okay. I got on the phone with him and chopped it up on FaceTime, real cool dude. So we put him on, like I had a club song and um, it's hard as fuck. And I just felt like he'll be perfect for it. So I'm like, fuck it, put him on there. Yeah. And he went crazy, you feel me? Shout out Juicy J. The living legend himself. The legend. Man. Yeah. I think my favorite one on there was the one with 2K, baby, man. Oh yeah, Conceded. yeah, Conceited, yeah. yeah. That's a lot of people's favorite. I fuck with that song too, shout out 2K, baby. Yeah. He hard as hell too. What can you tell us about that song, Conceited? Conceited, that's really like a, um, just like a vibe type of song. Like that's the vibe the beat gave me for real, for real. But I had that song for like probably six months before I even got it to him. Oh yeah. You feel me? I didn't know if I wanted a feature or put the second verse on it. But the label was like, okay, who you think would be? You know what I'm saying? They brought up, gave me a list of people. I was like, yeah, 2K baby. I know he'll go crazy on it. So yeah. 
You guys got some more music on the way. The chemistry on that song. Yeah, really the dope. chemistry crazy. But you know, 2K baby, you're a busy dude. I be busy too. So shit, if we find some time to just link up and get back in the studio, we know it's gonna be another hit. Yeah, baby. definitely. So do you have a title picked out for the next project? Nope. Um, 2021. To be honest, I might not even drop no tape. Yeah. I might just go like straight singles and features the whole year. You feel me? And then 22, I might put out a tape, feel okay. me? But this year, I don't think, I think I'm just stay consistent with just dropping this year. Yeah. Real, for real, yeah. You got any, any other features tucked away? Shit, who I got? Um, who just, somebody just got on some shit. Either way, I don't want to give it away. I don't want to okay. give it away. They're going to they're gonna have to wait for it. What about producer-wise, who have you been working with? Really, producer-wise, um, I ain't really ran into no, like, huge producers yet, but um, it really be producers from all over the world sending me shit. I just go on Instagram and put my email and just say, send shit. I go to my email, it's flooded, you feel me? So I, don't, I really don't be knowing who the fuck the producers be, but shit, when I get on it, I might make a trailer, put it on my Instagram, and I see them comment like, oh, yeah, this is my shit. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's how it be working. <laughs> Uh, what's some of your goals for your career? How how far can you take this, uh, Keeper? Um, I feel like it's a natural talent. So, shit, the sky ain't even the limit for me, to be honest. Like, it's a natural talent. Everything come to me naturally, you feel me? So, if you ain't heard of me, go type in LBS Keeper, you'll be a fan, for sure. Um, what else are you into besides the music, man? Shit, uh, hooping. Okay. Any rapper want to go one-on-one -on -one for the check, you know, DM me. Uh, <laughs> what else? I'm trying to get into riding dirt bikes and shit, too. Four-wheelers, all that type of shit, too. Okay. Yeah. I ain't got me one yet. I'm going to get me one soon. Yeah, that culture's pretty big out here in Atlanta, yeah, yeah, man. Exactly. Especially on the east side, man. I done seen a few trails already that I want to tell, so I just got to get my bike. Yeah. All right, do you have a next video or single plan to drop? I know you just dropped so Um, What I just did, I did, a, um, I did a beatbox remix. I just shot a video to that. Okay. So that might come out next, and then I shot a video called Run With It. That shit go crazy. I don't know the uh, specific dates they're going to come out, but they're coming out soon. Okay, cool. Anything else you're working on? Got any merch coming or anything? Yeah, I want to, I really got my own clothing line. I don't want to say the name, but I got my own clothing line coming uh lbs merch coming There's a lot of shit a lot of shit in the works okay any shout outs any last words shit yeah, uh shout out kiko shout out wooby j85 kivante um the whole lbs my mama you feel me too many people to name <laughs> I'm shaking like a saw shaker. Ain't make it to the league, but I'm still balling. I was born for this. My jury, I'll be V's. Don't try to take it. I ain't going for shit. Back then, she was out my. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba da ba ba ba.